Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. Hey, this is Josh Carey. And this is Eric Cabral, and we are the founders of PodMax. So this episode you're about to jump into was recorded at a PodMax Propelify virtual event. And if you don't know who Propelify is, it's an amazing event that will take place digitally, virtually, from October 5th to the 9th. It's also their fifth annual event. Propelify historically has gathered over 8,000 people in Hoboken for a single day of talks, tech, pitches, drones, and more. This year, it's a five-day virtual experience, which will have investor speed dating, the Clean Tech Impact Challenge with a $50,000 prize awarded, and talks from guests like Al Roker, Andrew Yang, and New Jersey First Lady Tammy Murphy, and tons of networking opportunities. So without further ado, let's jump into this special episode with a guest from PodMax and a sponsor of Propelify. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing. Hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Tell me about yourself, why you're here, what's going on. Let's get into it. Oh, great. Yeah. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, I, I'm a, a senior business development manager. I, I basically uh, work with clients in uh, software development. My, my company has been around 24 years. Uh, Damco, we're, we're Damco Solutions. Uh, we are a global company with over 1,600 resources uh, located in uh, UK, Luxembourg, uh, Northern Capital Region, India is where most of the development centers are. Uh, yeah, we have over 200,000 square feet of uh, office and development center, state-of-the-art uh, office space. Uh, and our headquarters in the past five, six years has been in the Princeton, New Jersey area. We do have a development center in the States, in the U.S. So we do offer that offshore and on-site um, outsourcing software development engagements for our clients in various verticals. Yeah, I love yeah. this. Oh, I, I yeah. love every. This is my third Podmax at this point, and I love uh, the diverse humans that it brings to the table. And not only the the, the people are you know come from an eclectic background, but the um, their jobs and their professions and the the arenas they come from are super diverse. Tell me how podcasting is now suitable for your situation and how it's a platform for you to speak on. Why why podcasting for software? I development? think podcasting is great for everything. Also, you can see right behind me is a 1978. Uh, classic World Star Electric Piano with a synthesizer sitting on okay. top of that. So I'm a musician. So, I mean, 
podcasts is for everything, right? Am I not correct? Oh, no, you completely you completely are. I just think some of my more traditional avenues, like these more traditional business spaces, are kind of slow to understand what it is. Like, to me, this would be a very forward-thinking maneuver for, um, you know, like real estate, software development. Uh, Financial services. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, we, we, so basically, uh, we have three models in our engagements. Okay. Like we are a software development company. We do have a little handful of products because uh, for 24 years, we've been in business. So we started, our company started 24 years ago with two RPGAS 400 developers working out of the basement. And like I said, it's grown 24 years later to where we actually moved headquarters into New Jersey in the U.S. Um, and with over 1,600 resources available in emerging technologies, we're a Microsoft uh, gold partner. We're we're so uh, Salesforce silver partner. So like, I, I, and I and I really mean we really really covered a full IT spectrum, and, and we've had so much experience in the insurance space that we did put out some of our own products. But mostly my my involvement as far as in my role with the company, I'm most mostly doing uh, software development engagements. People who need to bring us next resources to crank out some. Uh, reporting or, or doing a rewrite of an existing platform or, or somebody has a custom, custom software development uh, need or, or, you know, the middle of the wheelhouse or the API um, plugins or, or, or the, you know, the, the build outs, integrations, that's the middle of the wheelhouse for most people. So that, that's what that's what mostly I do. But it's funny what you said, though, about as far as people being a little bit rigid. There's really no need for that. I think <laughs> podcasts are just having a conversation like right now we're sitting in a bar, you know? Right, right totally. That's, that's how I think of it as. Except we don't have to wear so, masks and that's kind of nice. We don't have to wear a mask due yeah. to being, where are you located, Kristen? I, I'm actually in Denver, Colorado. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, my friend just texted me some snow yesterday. He's in Colorado Springs. Literally, it went from, I'm not kidding you, 90 degrees, and in one day we had snow. It's, it's that, been insane. Yeah. yeah, that's what he was telling me. He yeah. texted me that he texted me the snow on, his, on the trees uh, yesterday. Yeah, it's, I was it's, cracking up. I had to do it before and after, and I even like did one an Instagram story where it's it showed the weekly forecast, and it was like 90, 98, 43 predicted snow. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, but that's kind of on brand for Colorado. They always say if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Um, right. Right. How is it today? How was how it today? It's actually, it's warming up today. My studio's in the side of my garage. So I've got like a little space heater, you know, it's humble beginnings for podcasting world. Um, so it's not too bad, but like I said, if you're, I'm a Colorado kid, I'm a native. So this is, nice. we played sports in the snow. Uh, oh, I played lacrosse. So I went out East. So I have a bunch of friends in Jersey and from Jersey, uh, New York. So I got a little special place in my heart for the Northeast. My cousin, my cousin played lacrosse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's a Well, I want to hear about the music thing. I love my fellow creatives, um, and and what you guys are doing. I think that can bring so much to the business table. Uh, tell me a little bit about the music background. Let's unpack that. You don't want to ask about the music background because I'm going to have to give a plug-in because I'm actually I, I I lead a group called Contact High Vibration with okay. one hit of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Contact High Vibration, marketing wise, that's our tagline with one hit of music. Uh, we do R and B, funk, soul, some classic rock. We, 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 I mean, we're just, you know, we're, we're kind of like a jam band, you could say. Okay. Uh, but I'm doing this Friday at uh, Steakhouse 85 on Church Street in New Brunswick from six to nine. It's date night, $99. You get a bottle of wine wow. uh, for the couple for 99 bucks. You get a bottle of wine. 
you get an entree for each, you get a uh, appetizer, and you get to split aside, and you get dessert. You can't beat that. And then plus some great music. We're not bringing the full band. We're just playing outdoor this Friday from six to nine in New Brunswick, New Jersey, at Steakhouse eighty five, and and we're you know we're doing a two piece. Just wow. A duo. Yeah. Well, I, this restaurant, they got to give you, throw, I hope they're throwing you back a little extra love because you just like plugged them so hard. Um, but what but a great idea. To. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, music is always good. Uh, Michael, Mike Galkin, uh, he gave me a shout out. We know each other through local chambers and, and I've done some events like playing for the, like some of their events for the chamber okay. events. But I think music mixes with everything, right? Most oh, people I- love music. music is the universal language. I I actually dabbled after college because I'm such a music fan. I'm not musically inclined. I wish I was, but uh, to get into like the concert and event space. And I will say that the the business side of it where I didn't love a lot of the person at the vibe, it's a lot of kiss and ass if I'm going to be transparent and uh, party scene, which I I like, but with balance. Um, But I loved it so much. I interned with House of Blues and it was cool, but I, I always want to get back to it. I just think you, music again. It's it's if you, if you don't speak the same language, you can show up and just vibe with somebody and jam, and it, it's it's pretty powerful stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Even the politics, people forget about everything and just absolutely. listen to the music and dance. Yeah, exactly. So you play but, piano, or what? What do you sing at all? Are you vocals? I, <laughs> <laughs> I've been posting on my Instagram a little bit of me singing, but I'm not, I know we need to sing or will I'd be ready to sing this Friday. But I've been, because of the pandemic, I've been working on my vocals as much as I can. I love because it. Because there's really not many gigs. This is like the first time I'm gigging. I did a gig, a virtual gig in June. Um, and then pretty much this is the first gig I have. And I have another one at the end of the month. But yeah, I, I, I play keyboards. I've I studied Afro-Cuban music for over 20 uh, five years with master drummers and, and percussion wow. and participated in, in that, uh, in that art form. And, uh, so I, 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 as a, my main acts I say is a, I'm a percussionist oh, from R and B playing with Latin jazz groups, salsa groups, recorded with gospel group, doing some recordings here and there and, and did some traveling. But, but, um, you know, I, 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 I kind of settled down when I got married in 2008, <laughs> you know, I, 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 as you should, <laughs> I, I went back into, you know, sales and full-time and so forth yeah well i so wait do so given that musical background i mean did spirituality play into any of that i mean because music is so synonymous with uh not just religion but spirituality ceremonial like that kind of angle is that a huge piece of your path spirituality um yeah definitely spirituality always before i was playing with bands were really heavily yeah you know, i always i always was spiritual but yeah. As far as to answer your question directly, uh, the drums I, I played and study and still play and study are, yeah. So so you'll see, like, I'll do everything from a pop percussion. I could be a pop percussionist. I could be backing with the tambourines, the percussion uh, at a performance or, or a wedding band, whatever it is. I could be doing anything to a jazz or Latin jazz or avant-garde to a funk, salsa, whatever it is, popular music. But when you say spirituality, I also uh, participate on the ceremonial side yeah. from the Afro-Cuban okay. tradition. So, so yeah, there's ceremonies and very, very spiritual. Um, I would say, yeah, in your religion, uh, from Santeria, uh, yeah. which comes from the Yoruba in West Africa. Oh, but that's that, a whole other. I was going to say, it's a whole other podcast because there's so much there. Yeah. And 
Uh, I think that's our world needs music right now, but particularly music in form of like frequency and spirituality and like dialing in, reconnecting, regrounding yourself, regardless of what you believe in or how you package it. Um, well, Kristen, then I have to, I have to, I have to plug in my what my my Godfather. You said spiritually. It's Pedrito Martinez from the Pedrito Martinez group. So PMG group, if you Google, you'll see he just put out a recording with Eric Clapton, um, I believe uh, Henny Garrett too as well. Yeah. So he's always, he's traveling around the world. Obviously things have changed since the pandemic, but when it's, you know, but he's still releasing music. He works with people like Shaka Khan, Eric Clapton, oh, yeah. all, all the top. So, but he's also, um, he's a Babalao in the religion. So, so. So yeah, so it it kind of crosses everything. Oh, absolutely. And again, that's it's just such a universal binder, particularly amongst these like topics that are kind of, you know, taboo politics and religion and everything. But really when you get down to it, you can find some common denominator with somebody. It it can change any complicated conversation moving forward. Um, and sports and sports too, I believe. Sports transcend as well. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. The, I think one of the most beautiful things in the world are the Olympics, where we can get together and uh, and straight up just compete. I mean, truthfully, you can't speak the same language. Um, you, the rules are even a little bit different, but you find this common ground platform. It's it's pretty powerful, and I think it's phenomenal for our young humans to see how we can come together. Because I think there's so much negative in the media. It's one major bright light of unity. Right, right, absolutely. Well, so tell me, how do you keep this musical? I mean, software development. We'll, we'll talk about it, but it's it's the music is such an exciting piece for me. Um, how do you maintain this balance, keeping the business side and then uh, the musical side? Like, do you do anything special to keep the creative flow and creative juices going? I, you know, it's it's funny because I've been lately trying to like focus on doing some other side projects. Okay. And for my project, I'd rather just at this point, I have a couple of gigs. I'd rather go in the studio after the new year. Um, okay. This is pretty demanding. And what I do, um, especially when the trade shows and the traveling starts, I won't have really have time to hear. Like she doesn't want to, she wants to band to rehearse and, and she wants to, you know, do these songs. And then the guys in the band are like, no, I don't want to get together. You know, I, 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 I just won't have, I don't, when tra traveling starts, yeah. I just won't have any time for stuff like that. So right. for me, I, it's much easier when Kristen Olsen calls me up and says, Barry, I, I have a gig. I, I'm sending you the music. Uh, we're going to do a rehearsal. You take care of dealing with the club owner or whatever. It's a private event, dealing with the corporate gig or the, wet, the wedding planner. You deal with all that. And I just show up and I get to have uh, fun and play. Yeah. Because being the band leader is, is a little bit too much. I kind of slow down with that in November. Okay. And... Um, Pretty much last November. Okay. Does, well, that, does that make sense? Oh, a thousand percent. I, I mean, you want to just show up and be the artist and enjoy it because all the business back end, that's what I was kind of talking about that kind of turned me off throughout the music business. Um, and I didn't have the luxury of <laughs> being the artist. Uh, it, all the details, and I've done events forever, putting it together. It's a beautiful thing when it comes together, but holy cow, organizing and herding cats and permits. And I mean, there's just so much that goes with it. And, yeah. You know, forms and yeah. agreements. Um, how does some of this, but I mean, it's a skill set. So how did, you know, some of your musical experience and creative angle apply to what you do now with software development company, working with humans? It sounds like you kind of have to have, customize some answers and solutions that aren't already there specifically if you're like, how did those two coincide? it's part of the work-life balance and and that being said right exactly turmeric and uh and tequila right um anyway 
coming off of Labor Day weekend. Thanks, 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 Chris. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know, so and and I look at it as just the same way a golfer is going to look at it. Just the same way the tennis player, the basketball player. It, it's it's life. Um, the Louis Armstrong. What we play is life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you ask me how I can relate it, it relates to everything. Um, I, I was thinking, and I'm not going to say any names, but I was on the, I was, you know, I work with someone who's a very technical person, and I, and I spoke to my vice president of sales, and I said, hey, look, you know what? He's, he's a classically trained pianist, and I'm more like Chick Corea, or, or <laughs> who's also kind of classically trained, but also can take away, throw out the music and, and Herbie can go off of the music and just go off and create, go off of the music, you know? And, and, and so it, it's funny. Um, so on the technical level, I, I, I'm not like, I, I don't write code or anything like that, but some of these guys, and I understand it, but it, it's funny because they're using one side of the brain, but as a musician or artist, we could really do a whole podcast to be honest with you on that because as <laughs> a musician, it. we're right side and left side, correct? Absolutely. Simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I said it's like, I, I, I understand. So it, it's always, there's certain principles in the music and, and there's certain things like Aaron said today, Aaron from Propelify, he, he said it's moving ahead. Yeah. You have to move ahead. You, we screw up in, 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 in business, whether it's tech, I don't care what industry, we mess up, correct? Absolutely. Miles Davis said, if you're going to screw up, crash hard. Yeah. Make sure you make sure you let everybody know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that may not that's, goes so well. Some businesses, some models that may not apply. But <laughs> but it's, it's very interesting you said that. So it, there's always things that um, I bring over into. So from arts world to a business world. And um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty like laid back when I come in. I'm pretty much the same as. As when I am, if I'm in a networking event or I don't, I don't need to have a drink to relax. I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I identify strongly. I'm here for tequila always, but uh, I, I'm with you. Like yeah. I, I, I'm pretty consistent. Like you, what you see is what you get, which in most situations it works. Sometimes that could be for better or for worse. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if we're at the White House or some super formal situation, I'd probably be still the exact same. Um, exactly. You got to be who you are. And you got to, you know, I think people, most people, most people like identify and they appreciate the authenticity in, in who you are. And, and, but the thing is, is that as far as with the tequila, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm pushing middle aged and, and uh, I'm a, I mean, I'm less than a year and a half away from middle age. So I, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you, to be honest, I'm about middle age. So I, I, I try to like push away that tequila. It's not like okay. some of the younger people in the band. I I, I did my time. I'm just like. <laughs> Acceptable. Well, you if you do really good, I actually, because I'll, I'll be 40 actually in October. And I started drinking tequila, longtime CrossFitter, because it was kind of like the cleanest burn, if you will. Like I was the least hungover and you drink good tequila. It's plant-based versus there's no gluten. And I could break down all this lame science, but it's, it was like, I felt the best. If I was going to have a drink, that was like my best version. And then I actually really grew to like it, but I hear you. And that's why we have the turmeric there too. Cause that's the anti-inflammatory because it's all about balance. You can only go so hard. And that's right. That's right. My friend from Ecuador over this past week, he said, 
It's tequila. In, in, in Spanish, that means, in, in English, in English, that means to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's the truth. You can't overindulge. But just like in work, you can't that's work right. too much. You can't drink too much. You got to just have some balance with things. And But also, like you said, kind of be laid back. Like you can also have a little fun and not get too wrapped up. And uh, I know if you're working with a lot of IT humans that are, you know, very one brain sided, and it's cool, you can kind of be the translator into, you know, what, normal people would because I know certain people speak a certain way. Uh, you got to kind of be just a little bit more kicked back and be able to relate to both sides and find some middle ground and kind of be able to merge the two. So, you know, that's why. Yeah, I I, 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 and, and I'll tell you, I love it because I, I learned so much uh, just getting on a tactical discussion because that's my job. Like I said, I'm a senior business development manager. So uh, like I said, we, we have three engagements. So it's, it's uh it's we pretty much if the client is a scope of work, we'll give them a fixed quote, we'll take an RFP, we'll give them a fixed price model, and then there's a time and materials. If they don't, we'll, we'll just bill on time and materials. And then the third is to build your team. So some people need to add a little seam to the team, or they don't have a team. A lot of these people are startup companies. We 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 love to help out, and it's always cool for me because like I have a meeting with somebody um, who's out of Mexico and. Um, it's great. AI, emerging technologies, has an idea of a platform. So it's always cool. So, you know, like going back to, again, being a musician, an artist, yeah. I think that's a lot more exciting to me that somebody has a, a vision to do A, B, C. Like I'm building this. We're a startup. We have, I have two partners. That I, I get really excited more than, and, and I appreciate because business is business, but if Christian yeah. calls me up, okay, we just need a couple of, you know, send me from profiles. On some guys that have experience in SQL Server, or, or you know, we're we're, we're going to take these old dashboards and update them and 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 build them on top of the existing ones. We're gonna we're gonna keep as is, but we're, you know, that's cool because you know, like I said, I'm in business development sales, but but it, it is all, ultra exciting. I can speak for me personally. It's really really super hip when when you run across somebody that has a new idea for an app and, and you're like. Yeah, we're, 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 we were listed by Clutch Magazine as in the top 50 for uh, top, top software development co uh, companies in the world. So it's exciting to be a part of that, you know, that kind of team. And, but the, the custom stuff and, and just the new ideas, like, and, and, and you get that a lot from, from uh, New Jersey Tech United and Propelify. It's, I'm really excited for the upcoming event in October. Yeah, I mean, it sounds super cool. Uh, and it sounds like you guys are pretty phenomenal about facilitating those relationships, customer service, which I think is behind every super successful and long-running company. I think you said 24 years. Uh, that's impressive. I, I assume it's incredibly competitive space. What are a couple other things that you guys do different than other major software development companies? I, you know, that's a great question, Kristen. One of the big differentiators uh, with us is uh, we always like to say is, is our agility and flexibility. Uh, we're, we're so flexible and agile. We, we can, you know, we've done over 700 large enterprise engagements um, for some really big, big enterprise businesses. But when it comes to all the engagements total, in thousands upon thousands, uh, you, you know, in our bread and butter, most of our business, I mean, we've done some work for Deloitte, uh, Walters Clue or uh, Think Money, KPMG, some big, some big dogs and big names. But the reality is, most of our uh, business is, is small to medium-sized companies that do need a little help 
you know, with some talent and and some adding, uh, augmenting the staff and, and, um, you know, getting those deliverables out. Um, Our flexibility, uh, again, we we don't have a minimum engagement requirement nice. for most technologies. For most technologies, but but you know that that's, a, that's definitely a big differentiator. Everybody, most people want the big 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 job, and 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 that's not the case for us. And I think that's really been a big part of our relationship with with um, our com- companies companies and clients. You know, some people may want to feel that they, they want to dip their foot in the water. Yeah. You know, before they jump in with you, right? Yeah. So, you know, some of those two-week, three-week engagements turn into long engagements for some of our clients. Uh, our flexibility, uh, again, we'll, we're able to do a quote. We'll, 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 devo- we'll, we'll develop a scope of work for them. We'll, we'll do the whole thing, the whole layout for them. Um, that's, I think that's our, our flexibility. Uh, even with the offshore, they work to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So they can also work in the required time of wherever the location is. We can set it up that way. You may end up adding on a couple of more dollars because the labor laws, a few dollars more per, per uh, resource, depending, you know, but we're, we're, it's our flexibility. I think that's the big difference. Even within our payment, we, we're even so flexible within payment terms of set up with our clients. Um, I, I really... And and our, our communication is impeccable. You know, it's you know let, let's 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 really be honest. The the main ingredients for a, a great software development company is, is the communication, the documentation, the transparency that you're able to see and view everything and see what's going on on a daily basis. And and, and that's what um, twenty four years says. Yeah, with an well, impeccable. You know, with this company, I I think that says a lot for itself. We're an open book. I I think that says a lot, and I I feel like you guys should potentially consult with our government. We won't get into politics, but uh, transparency uh, and honesty. I I think if we're going to talk about politics, yeah, uh, no, Cass, can you can me? Can you can I have a uh, I'll, I'll forget the turmeric. I'm, I'm going to need a, a shot of tequila and a turmeric for the morning. The turmeric for the morning. I got you. Yeah, no, it's it's a whole thing to unpack, and uh, God bless our election coming up. It's going to be a whole thing, but keep both of these close. Hey there, entrepreneurs. Eric Cabral here, founder of On Air Brands and host of the Entrepreneur Circle and Capital Hacking. I wanted to share something truly unique with you that we've created called Pod Max, which is an amazing opportunity to connect you with major podcasts to help you share your fascinating stories with their communities. This unique invitation-only event includes interviews with you on top-rated business podcasts all in one day. It also provides a unique networking opportunity with high-performance guests and thought leaders who are authors, coaches and consultants, investors, speakers, executives, you name it. These are the type of people that you need to be around. We also provide industry expert keynotes to hit our stage to share insights on podcasting, investing, marketing to help you take things to the next level. And the cool thing about Podmax is that it has a multimedia agency engine behind it with on-air brands to provide social media promotions before and after the event to share your brand new shows with your network. So hit the apply now button at podmax.co and I hope to see you at the next Podmax event. I love when you said, you know, the flexibility 
and being able to maneuver and then customize. I think, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Things are changing fast. You've got to fall back on communication, solid relationships, being honest and, and straight up saying, I don't know what's next or whatever, you know, the conversation might be, but being okay and having that conversation, particularly in business right now, because it's a jungle. I don't care what arena you're in, you know, things are moving fast and a lot of people don't have the answers to what's going on. Um, right, right. You know, so you just, you got to be able to have that open conversation. And I love that the, that's the baseline of how you guys are, but I really think those are all baseline skills to being a good human. And absolutely, you know, it's great when it happens in business, but that's really how you need to, you know, run life. And that's why I, I tease like, you know, go consult our government because those might not be some of the descriptive words that regardless of Democrats or Republicans might say about what's going on in Washington. Um, right. Right, right. And I'm glad you said that because it's, it's, it's being able to adapt and agile, being agile. And that's what I, going back to that, to give an example, um, like I said, through and through, we're a software development company. You know, any kind of testing or, or Q, QA resource needed, anything, uh, marketing, technology, we do, we do uh, you know, we, we could also do a marketing, uh, digital marketing services on an advisory role. Some of those small companies, they need that too as well and start, you know. The point I'm making, um, though, is is that with us, with the COVID, since you brought it up, like we even put out a COVID management app okay. that for people who are essential that are already open or some people who are preparing wherever they are in the country or in the world, going back and opening up the office. We have a very small, a, a very a, a contact tracing app, those dashboard analytics keeps kind of like it, it's a contactless attendance as well which is a very intelligent thing to do. So, you know, as far as just keeping things safer and keeping the workplace, um, people coming back at least a little bit more peaceful, knowing that you can trace all this through this app and there's different prices uh, starting the standard one, I believe for 25 employees or 26 employees, it's about $49 a month, one-time setup fee, four nine. just give you an example. And then, it go, it go, you know, the, the setup fees are all the same, Four ninety four hundred ninety nine dollars, but the but the per month, which includes the updates and the support, that that comes you know different packages depending on the you know the amount of employees. But we we, we have a telemedicine app, we have an e commerce app, we have some Salesforce stuff. So so I think it's about just that's one of the beautiful things about us is that we're able to pivot. Going back to another uh, what somebody said earlier in the meeting this morning. Yeah. No, I, I think that's huge. And, and um, the pivot point, being able to listen to the community or the consumer and then adapt and adjust quickly and, you know, outlay a pro, uh, uh, an option. I think it's not only important, you know, business-wise and to make money, it's also important to have some of these options just as human in this environment and genuinely provide a service that's needed so people can get back to work and we can get our economy going and things back to normal. And then you can even get into like mental health and getting people back together. And there's all kinds sure. of angles. Um, I do have my to wife, ask. My wife works in mental health. My wife works in mental health. Oh, okay. What, okay. For, for, for a nonprofit. Yeah, nonprofit uh, mental health company. Oh. Help people with mental disabilities go back to work. There's different departments. Hers, her specifically um, helps out with people with some disabilities to go back to school or training for the training. But there's, it's a pretty big, in Southern, Southern Jersey, it's a pretty big organization. But wow. the, uh, the thing is, um, with like like you're saying being humane about it you know sometimes i'm calling up people and they're like hey look really with this whole thing we got so much remediation going on internally and with our own clients and then some people it depends it's hit or miss who you're calling some people are just like listen we don't really need any resources now because we're just trying to keep 
the ones we have in, right here working. Yeah. And, and so it's just sometimes it's just it's not a sales call. It's just, hey, listen, how are you? It's one of, you know, people appreciate that. I think and so. Go back to being humane, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, I think that's why a lot of we're kind of are uprising on so many levels, uh, not just politically, environmentally, and obviously with the ep- epidemic health wise and shout out to your wife for uh, really tapping into mental health and wellness. I think that's a huge, huge conversation and hopefully it becomes even bigger as, you know, 20, 2021 approaches. Uh, but I think our bigger business situations are really starting to peel away from that traditional sense of business. We're out here. We don't say a lot. We don't really have that human element. We're just very much a structure and a, and a beast and a machine. Now I think you see some of these really big successful companies, Google, of, of the real human side of, of addressing what's going on or really taking care of their employees and really having okay conversations where it's like, it's how are you? I'm not just here to sell. It's like we work together. We've built this relationship and you can bring in this really deep human relationship. And I think we've been missing that. And now it's more acceptable than it ever has been. Do you experience that? Yeah, it's interesting. It's, you know, through this whole uh, change and what we've seen in the past six months, it's it's very interesting. I mean, in some ways, yeah, we're far, but in a way we are kind of like connecting more. So I guess some of us are also home and grounded. So we do kind of should have some more time to have some conversations. Yeah. Well, I think but, you start you know, to appreciate community. Like you, uh, you, what you took for granted once, now you're like, oh. I miss school. I miss work. Oh, I miss we miss. School. Come on, come on, Kristen. We're, we're we're right now. You and I. We're missing all those small yeah. things. We just had a diner that my wife and I used to love to go to, to get breakfast when we didn't feel like cooking, and you know, breakfast or whatever it is. They just reopened outdoor and indoor. Certain twenty five percent. But it's the small things we all miss, right? It's those little small things. Like we even listen. Listen, we see uh, somebody post something on social media of some people dancing and partying and. And you're looking at it, you're saying that we, we can't do that now. But we would love to do it if just someone comes slap some random person on the back. Hey, how are you? It's those little small things or hugs, right? Yeah. But uh, as far as what you're talking about in business, though, uh, you know, it's interesting, though, like even HR um, it, it is a very challenging field, correct? I mean, yeah. uh, and I think this has been long before the pandemic, but. Uh, in some some matters, it seems like in HR and in business, it seems like they took the human out of human resources. I know I'm selling software development, RPA, robotic, you know, you know, um, process autom- automation and machine learning and replacing human uh, activities and thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, it can all be balanced and worked out. But I, I, I certainly... I, I certainly uh, hate when I see people taking the human aspect out of certain things. Yeah. Well, I think it's just necessary, you know, and in particular as our young consumers come up, they're, I mean, you got to remember our young humans are exposed to Instagram and I mean, so much, so much earlier and they can really sift through the BS and they can filter through it. So I think, you know, where business and companies used to come in at one time and work for the consumer, I don't think it'll work for our young people uh, for very long. And, you know, as they grow up, I think they're going to be able to say, I don't want to work with this company because I don't like how they treat their employees or I don't like how they source their ingredients or I don't like how they, um, 
don't tell the truth or are they Is lock it you the post millennials we're talking about or the millennials because the post millennials are coming up now right yeah yeah well yeah and, good um, point good and point Gen z so uh these guys are and i do consulting ko alliance is my consulting company we work a lot with consumer packaged goods and mostly in fitness and health and, and wellness and lifestyle blah 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 but uh, i've really seen a shift in how the consumers on the ground level buy and how our young people read labels. They ask where it's made. They'll spend more for something that's, you know, organic, but locally sourced, blah, blah, blah. Where, you know, me growing up, I didn't even know to ask those questions. Um, so then on a macro scale, you know, Google and everything else, when they're now becoming investors or web developers, um, software developers, it's, they bring in this whole different perspective and set of if, more human-like skills, I want to say. Um, sure. They're more conscious. They're more yeah. conscious, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and also, they have a lot more access to information than we did, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a good thing and a bad thing, right? Completely. Because agree. we yeah. went, we went from, we went from an information age to a misinformation age now, right? <laughs> well said. <laughs> I'm going to reuse that. Yeah. Well, that's quite literally why I started the podcast because in marketing branding, as you know, it's so much smoke and mirrors, and there's some great people doing some great things, but I really wanted to just create this platform where people could start telling the truth because I knew our young people were consuming this so early, and I really think they were having these false expectations, seeing all these, you know, health and wellness humans, where it's yes, they look great on Instagram and it's filtered and it's fake and the product's not real. Um, and that's a lot of the negative. There's a lot of positive, but I quite literally started to highlight the positive. Um, so yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But, 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 uh, and, and, and regarding that generation, uh, from the youngest generation to our, our generations and beyond our generation, data and analytics. (laughs) So, so, so numbers don't lie, right? Absolutely. Well, people lie. Absolutely. So, so I would love to hear a podcast on, or I would love to be in a virtual event, or I would love to be at a conference on the topic of data analytics and ethics. I, I remember my first class in college. I was at one in 2016, but I would love to see one right now, especially <laughs> in the height of what we're going through. Yeah. With all the above, with all the above. I, but I would love to see data, data and ethics. Where is that? What is, what is that? And how much money is involved in this information? Show me the numbers and, and, you know, especially social media, everything. You got to watch, have you watched the great hack on Netflix? The great, no, but I love yeah. Netflix. I, 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 you need I, 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 my wife and I are finishing up on Arrested Development. Okay. okay. The comedy. We finished Ozark. I, I finished I finished the first the original Star Trek series. Oh, okay. The, you know, and and then I'm 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 almost done with season one. No, I'm almost done with season two of Star Trek: Next Generation. But this is called The Great Hack. What's yeah, it about? Because, I, I'd like to I check mean, it. It's, I love it's, Netflix. It's, I'm a documentaries nerd, so I I love everything around like health. This one's specifically around uh, social media influence, essentially. I'm watering it down around our political space, not just around like government and our presidency, but how social media can be so manipulated to in, inspire culture, inspire nonprofits. I shouldn't say inspire. Should can control and really manipulate um, the way people are consuming and seeing things uh, to the point where it influences societies on how the you know multiple cultures view each other. And it's pretty fascinating. It shows the power of social media uh, and data and analytics where you can really manipulate what's going on so deeply. And there's a whole other side of that conversation of data analytics of monetizing that data and how our data is being used and people are profiting greatly off of it and is 
Is it okay? Should we be paid? I mean, there's so much to unpack around data analytics, um, but I do think it'll be a growing conversation and hopefully the ethics piece <laughs> is in there at some point, but you got to watch yeah. the hack. You'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out, but it, it's so true though. The numbers really don't lie. It's just the people who, who, on which view, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's funny and I come from a sales background, you know. Sure, um, sure. So, so I, see, I see people come in and fudge numbers. Come well, it's, monthly it's, sales meeting. I never selling copiers, you know, I sold copiers. I remember the big boss coming down and there he's, he, you know, as a subsidiary, he's sitting at the corporate. I guess you could make, I, I, yeah. So if they could fudge those numbers, why can't they, they fudge the pollings or, you know? Well, and sometimes, sometimes it can be the truth. Like an athlete's perspective, you can look at a stat sheet and be like, yes, this person did all these things. But was that the key player? Well, maybe, maybe not. Like you got to watch the full game tape. So you got to really be able to enter all these That's situations right. with some sort of your, of your own analytical tools and be like, yes, and give me the full spectrum of what's going on. And to tie it back to you, I think that's where you can really appreciate great salespeople where they can be honest with you and present the entire story saying, yes, this is great. And this isn't, and this is why I would do this. And this is what I would do with my money. This is why I'm advising or consulting you. Um, and I think that's where long running business can come in. Cause they'll be like, okay, this dude's going to tell me the truth, what it's going to cost the pros and cons and really be transparent with me. Uh, and that's hard to find nowadays. Uh, I've always been like that. I've always tell my boss or tell my client, I like to tell them the way it is. This is it. That's, that's hard. I got to ask as a consultant, cause I, we've worked with, you know, not to name drop, but like, you know, Red Bull and Nike and Reebok and all these guys. But my favorite ones are the, the smaller startups. Usually, you know, the budget's always smaller, but I love a new idea coming in a new company, a lot in consumer packaged goods, a lot with nonprofits and, you know, people, mission driven businesses really our angle right now. But do you, I, I know everyone chases the big fish, but do you love, you kind of mentioned earlier, love working with some of these smaller startups and kind of helping them get off the ground. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, I always I love to get a whale, but I, I personally love small to medium sized businesses. They'll, they'll most of the time they'll leave you for you know you know it's a lot harder, more difficult for them to leave. You know, they're more loyal if you if you, if you take care of them and and you know you you know you you know deadlines aren't impacted and you deliver exceptionally and and uh, they'll, they'll you know you take care of them. They'll take care. Of, you know, it's a good relationship. Um, it's exciting to see small, small, medium-sized uh, businesses grow as well, because I know for the startups, it's, it's difficult the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. But um, look, look at um, you mentioned sports, Nike, and but but look at um, uh, some of the other startup companies as well. Uh, what's the one that um, Stephon Curry's endorsed by? Uh-huh. That he endorses, Steph, Steph Curry was. What was, is Steph was Curry it endorsing? protein or apparel or what, what angle? Apparel wise, what's that? What's that clothing line? He, is it my wife just? Yeah, my wife just bought me some workout shorts. I just joined the gym. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, wow. Well, she's a nonprofit. She's got fitness check there. I like your wife already. Um, no, Laura. Everybody loves her. Maria's the best. I love so, it. So, 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 Under Armour was a startup at one point. Look at them now, right? It's, so it's exciting. I mean, it's really cool. How about Echo? Do you remember Echo? I do actually. How old school is Echo? Yeah. Echo Fila, I heard is coming back. Um, All right, Echo, Echo, Echo. Let me tell you about Echo. You see how big Echo is, right? Yeah. Been in movies, huge, right? You said huge. huge. I remember back in the nineties, playing in a bar or hanging out in the bar, uh, going to see someone play, a friend of mine play, or myself playing, 
And then coming out of a certain restaurant, now it's changed over, but used to come out and Echo had a warehouse. They just opened up their warehouse in South River and they were just throwing out free shirts. They had an Echo logo stamp. Yeah. They weren't even, they, I think, I think he was maybe still in college at Rutgers in New Brunswick or just out of college. I think it was Mark. Yeah. One of the, you know, you know, founders and, and yeah, that's how, that's how, that's how I remember Echo. They were startup, they were startup companies. So when you say about like, just any in whatever industry, startup company, it's awesome. Yeah. That, that's the backbone, something. right? Small businesses are the backbone of our country. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's where innovation can happen quickly. You don't got to go through 50 people to get something done. Like you said, the time, I mean, it's just such a different animal to work with. I love it. Uh, like I said, usually the budgets, uh, it's it's way smaller, but it's worth it long-term. If you can see some of these companies go from, you know, throwing free shirts out, like super just grassroots guerrilla marketing all the way to mainstream uh, sponsoring. Under Armour, actually was just coming out when I was in college and I think there were some lacrosse or football kids from Maryland and we I had friends of friends that that knew them Uh, but to see where it is now I mean they're competing their top three with Nike Adidas and uh, Under Armour it's pretty amazing if you're you know closing contracts with Steph Curry you can cut big checks so it's pretty oh yeah absolutely absolutely tell me where do we find you guys if a small business is looking to check get in touch or uh, an event or humans trying to book you musically how do we get a hold of you yeah, well, I mean, you know, as far as I'd rather stick with uh, Damco, uh, damcogroup.com, D-A-M-C-O, group.com, damcogroup.com. Oh, I'm on LinkedIn, Barry Rubin, R-U-B-I-N. Uh, uh, just put in Damco, um, D-A-M-C-O, Barry Rubin, Damco, and you'll, you'll find me. The band uh, is on Contact High Vibration Instagram. I One word, con- Contact High Vibration contact high vibration. I love, yeah. I love all of that. Um, yeah. well, hopefully I, it, at some point I get, are, do you have some music online at all? Are you on Instagram? Is that what it is? Contact also, 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 uh, if anybody has, you know, anything on the roadmap or anything, you know, you know like a consultation, a f- you know, free consultation for anything from a software development technology standpoint, uh, you know, needs any help with any development. My number is 732 207 3761 732-207-3761. You can call or text me. I do pick up my phone. Oh, lay, lay it or out. I'll get that's, back to you. Or I'll get back to you. I was going to say, that's customer service right there, putting the phone line out there. I'm, I'm here for that. I uh, I tell people just to page me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have some pager. But um, those are for the ones that you, that you might get back to and you're not 100% on. But, that's right. But a pager. That's so a pager is so eighties, nineties, right? <laughs> I know, no. I used in high school I used to like put it in the front of your overalls. That's not to totally date myself. Uh, but that was very cool back in the day, just for all oh, my money. That's millennials. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I love it. I hope we cross paths at some point. Um, if I'm ever in the Jersey area, I'll definitely look up the band situation and see if I can come here you play. Oh, Crystal, we got some great food in Jersey. Uh, oh, I know. I Central believe and North, Central North. We got some great food and some great diners. Uh, I'm here for. Wait, what's uh, give a shout out to the diner you said you and your wife always go to? Edison Diner. I'll get a sh- I'll, I'll tell you right now. If you're going to come to New Jersey, you have to go to Edison Diner. You have to go to uh, the Brownstone uh, Pancake House, the uh, oh. Brownstone Diner in Jersey City. Uh, Tops in East Newark is, is those are probably the two greatest diners in the world. In the world. I'm here. For um, yeah, yeah, like famous. Um, 
Oh yeah, we. They, I, I, You're making me hungry uh, now. It's still early out here. Oh, Jersey subs in 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 Edison. It's great. Uh, they're open till eleven. It's always busy. Oh, I mean, that okay. gives you an idea, like to, to pick up a sandwich. Um, they're not open till eleven, but uh, the other one, Fiore's, F-I-O-R-E-S, homemade mozzarella for over fifty years. Oh. That's that's probably the best Italian deli I've ever been in my life. Oh man, well you can never leave Jersey, and I I really appreciate you know their hours by heart. This is a fan right here. It's <laughs> a straight up brand ambassador. <laughs> well, Colorado, you guys have some great Mexican food, right? We do. You know, I've actually heard both sides. I say I've heard some people say we don't at all. I've heard other people say we do. I um I, I have some friends that actually cook amazing, like authentic Mexican food. So I have zero complaints. Um, but we have some, I mean, Chipotle originated out here. I'm not saying that's Mexican food, but we have some pretty awesome, like wood fire pizza, um, some phenomenal steak restaurants. We have got some good stuff out here, but I will say the East coast and the availability, like the hours, it's funny much at all times. I mean, the food, it's just such re- rich, deep history in it. Yeah. It's hard to right. beat. It's pretty amazing. That's right. That's right. And, and, and I, I've been to Crested Butte. I've been to, Dur- I played in Durango. I played in Crested okay. Butte. I played in uh, Golden. I played in Boulder, Colorado. Yes. I love Colorado. It's been a long time since I've been there, but I, I love it. Dude, well, no, no joke. I'm not just saying this. If you're out here, you're doing a show or anything, please hit me up and we're happy to help promote. We'll obviously show up and throw back some tequila or I'll bring you some turmeric. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to be involved. So like anything music, please, please let me know. Yeah. Uh, Christian, also, I'm going to find you on LinkedIn, I guess. Yeah, please do. I'm here for the yeah. networking. You know this. All, All right. right. I think we're getting our, our our warning to go back, but it's been a real pleasure. I appreciate the time and energy. I love what you guys are doing. I love what your wife's doing. I got to give her a shout out. Um, and hopefully we'll we'll cross some paths uh, musically sometime soon. Cool. Thank you, Kristen. Yes. Appreciate you. Mary. All the best. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.